It's about you, your health, your family, and your community. This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. Good morning. Welcome to another edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, for more information on the show, you can always connect with us on social media. Facebook at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Like, follow, and share there. Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. We're also available anywhere you get your podcasts. Simply find and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Well, it's a brand new school year, which brings in a whole handful of new challenges. From anxiety of a new school or new grade to forming a solid team-centered approach with your child's teacher. This morning, tips, advice, and information for the new school year. We begin this morning with clinical psychologist and parenting expert from the ABC show, The Parent Test, Dr. Adolph Brown. It's our pleasure to welcome Dr. Adolph Brown to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Doc. How are you? I'm outstanding. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Outstanding. I love that. I love that. Now, many people will recognize you from the ABC show, The Parent Test. How did that opportunity come about? And what was that whole experience like for you, Doc? Man, that was a wonderful experience. And it was something that I never imagined. I um, am a retired university professor, dean, and a clinical psychologist specializing in families, relationships, and children. And I was doing a huge uh, seminar for about 8,000 people out in Las Vegas. And at my book signing table, um, at the end, I'm signing and I'm meeting people and I'm hearing their stories and answering their questions. And there were some um, individuals that came up and they didn't want a book. They asked me, why haven't I heard of you? And mm-hmm. Rodney, I'm an introvert, classic introvert. So, mm-hmm. you know, small talk isn't my thing. So um, when they asked me... <laughs> Why haven't they heard of me? I immediately looked at them and thought to myself, well, I haven't heard of you either. (laughs) (laughs) um, Exactly. So they, so they gave me their card and um, never really told me who they were. The line was long. I put the card in my briefcase and um, they, they thought I kind of just kind of blew them off. So then they came back and asked for my business card. And um, so that was it. That was the extent of it. I get home a few weeks later and my office says, hey, did you run into some execs from uh, ABC Disney? And I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, I had. So they were able um, to see one of my master classes, and they had said that they had heard about them for some while, but they felt like I was as close for them at the time. I was in Las Vegas, and of course, they were in Los Angeles. So they were able to come, and that's how it happened. Now, you say your own background in real life, your real life experiences growing up help you to relate to some of the challenges that young people face today. Um, how so? Tell us about that. I was from a very solid middle class background. Mm-hmm. After about 20 or so years, uh, my dad woke up one morning, looked at my mom and said, I don't want this anymore. Mm-hmm. And we went from middle class to inner city poverty overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, there are five children. And um, I'm the second from the youngest, and he left when I was two. So I was fortunate that even though that inner city was challenging and, you know, it had some rewards, I had grandparents that were farmers. And they stepped in even more so in my father's absence. And um, I just spent a whole lot of time on the farm, between the farm and the inner city. And I felt like to, to this day, I've had the best of both worlds. Um, I had some tragedies along the way. My 
oldest sibling and only brother Oscar, who was my hero, he was murdered when I was 11. Hmm. So all of these things, um, you know, and I, I got off the path, Rodney. I was, um, I, I got a little aggressive at times in school um, because I was being bullied. And <laughs> the principal had suggested to my mom that I talk to someone. So I go into this person's office and every time I go in, I'm thinking, this is a ripoff because mm-hmm. all the guy is doing is sitting there. He's never talking. I'm the one talking. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and then when I leave, I always feel better. So um, that's how I ended up becoming a psychologist. I wanted to be like, um, I wanted to help children and families much like the way I was helped as a young person. And again, in case you're just tuning in all morning long, we're talking about the new school year. On the phone with me now is Dr. Adolph Brown. You know him as Doc Brown clinical psychologist and parenting expert on ABC's The Parent Test. So as students, as they embark on a new school year, many of them have already started. They're a couple of weeks in. You say that there are some important tools and skills that they should have. Let's talk about those skills, if you will. What should they know? What should what are these skills, doctor? If we had a two-hour show, I'd be able to list them all. But okay. I want to give you what researchers and myself have found to be the most important, especially in the climate that we're in today. Empathy, empathy, empathy. And what I mean by empathy, Rodney, and to your listeners, is it's not putting on someone else's shoes. It's so much more than that. True empathy is listening, teaching our children to listen with the intention of understanding. And then you have to look back in yourself. You have to reflect. And whatever the person has communicated to you, then you look with inside yourself to find experiences and emotions similar to what that individual is communicating. And then and only then can we come close to understanding another human being. So I, I think empathy is paramount. And, you know, I, I explain it to its most derivative level whenever I get a chance because it's so much more than putting on someone else's shoes. Okay. The two others, I would say self-awareness and resilience. And I would say self-awareness because, you know, we're still recovering from the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And, that, you know, we're carrying baggage from it. There are things that have happened. Um, yeah, just a whole bunch of things to um, adjust to. So I would say we have to help children recognize and understand their own emotions. And what I mean by that is encouraging them to express their feelings openly. And, you know, so that we can help guide them with healthy ways to cope. So that we, we have to remember that um, as children go back to school, resi- uh, self-awareness and resilience is one of my favorites. And that's basically the ability to bounce back. And what do I mean when I say that? It's teaching our children that failure is not the opposite of success. Failure is actually an integral part of success, that there will be times that they fall down. However, they can get up. They can get up. They can bounce back from their mistakes. They can bounce back from uh, disappointments. And and it will be challenging at times, but they can do it. And a message to parents when I talk about resilience is that allow the children to experience (laughs) what it's like to be disappointed. Allow them to feel and know those emotions because today um, there are some parents that I see in my practice, um, sometimes their children have been bubble-wrapped. And when I say bubble wrapped, I'm guilty of it, too. I'm a father of eight, but we're only guilty of it, of our oldest, oldest children, older children, because we realized what it was doing. It, mm-hmm. it really took away their coping capacity. The least little thing that would happen to them, it would just ruin their entire world. 
So it's important that we don't steal their heart. And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. More information about the show, more information about our guests can always be found on social media. Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Like, follow, and share there. On the phone with me now is clinical psychologist and parenting expert from ABC's The Parent Test. We're joined by Dr. Adolph Brown. Now, doctor, let me ask you this. As we are in the midst of this new school year, what advice would you have for parents listening this morning? Well, one of the first things, Rodney, is to make sure that parents and guardians are focusing on the positive. And, and I'm not the psychologist that talks about toxic positivity, that everything's going to be happy, happy, joy, joy. <laughs> but I am the guy that says, focus on the positive. Talk to your children about the exciting aspects of starting a new grade or, or starting a new school. You want to highlight opportunities for new friendships. So, you know, they can learn new things, they can discover new interests. So really focus on the positive. And from a psychological perspective, it helps alleviate anxiety and build excitement. Okay, so you just mentioned anxiety. Let's talk more about that. For young people this year, they are in a new school, maybe they're in a new grade and they have anxieties. What advice would you have for parents to help their children there when it comes to anxiety? Well, anxiety actually occurs when, when, we, when we think things are going to be horrific, and, and oftentimes our thoughts are grossly out of proportion to actually what's happening. So I would tell parents to make sure that they know relaxation techniques, teach your children how to deep breathe, and, and visualization, all of that helps. And remaining calm, remaining calm and find a support system. Parents, find other parents for which you can um, talk to and, and, and talk about the school. For the child, when it comes to being somewhat anxious, what I like is getting to meet the teacher alone, you know, um, going in. And, and sometimes a new grade level, sometimes it's the same school. But children, when they hear new, they think all of it's new. So take them to the school, take them, take them for a walk, let them see where their class is, because some children think they're going to get lost in that anxiety provoking moment. You know, so take them and show them, you know, exposure is the key there. Earlier, you talked about bullies and facing bullies. Um, I seem to think that sometimes that's just a part of life, part of growing up. But what do you tell parents? What do you tell students there as well in terms of facing bullies? Well, the first thing is to make sure as a parent or guardian to make sure that when your child talks to you, that you monitor your reaction. That will determine how much your child uh, talks with you. It will determine whether or not your child comes to you again. Mm -hmm. uh, with my grandfather, I was telling you earlier, Rodney, he was a farmer and um, just one of the wisest men I knew, um, only had a third grade farm school education where all the grade levels were in one room, but just so wise. Um, his interaction with me was such that whenever something bad happened to me, what ran through my mind was, I got to tell my granddad, mm. as opposed to, I can't tell my grandfather. Okay. So that's what we want to do as parents and guardians. We want to create a relationship and a connection whereby our children are comfortable coming to us and sharing. Oftentimes with bullying, uh, it occurs ongoing and children um, are ashamed that it's happening. They think that it's something they've done, particularly uh, the victim. And by the time the parent hears about it, there's quite a, a lot of damage that's been done. Doesn't mean it, it can't overcome that, but 
there's a lot that's been done because children haven't spoken up. And again, in case you're just tuning in all morning long, we're talking about back to school, the new school year here. For more information on the show, more information on our guests, reach out to us on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. On the phone with me, we're speaking to Dr. Adolph Brown. You know him as Doc Brown, clinical psychologist and parenting expert on ABC's The Parent Test. Now, this is something classic that we always get as parents, I think. You know, students say, you know, Mom, I'm just not passing that class because the teacher just doesn't like me. And we know a lot of times that's an excuse. What advice would you give to parents there? Okay, well, just the foundation of being a parent and guardian would be helping our children understand the importance of being responsible and accountable for their behavior and their actions. Mm -hmm. So when we do that, we want children to first, instead of reacting, we want them to reflect. And that starts at a very young age. Uh, as, As young as being a toddler, you know, a lot of us don't know that revenge is like a natural instinct, a human instinct. So, you know, children will hit each other or if somebody takes something from them, little children, even though they've never seen anyone do that. So we have to help children understand, one, impulse control, knowing they can do something but making a choice not to do it, but also understanding that they contribute to every interaction they have. There you go. Good advice. So, you know, the parent-teacher relationship, um, you know, it's a partnership. It's, a, it's teamwork. Um, what advice would you have for parents and teachers alike, but mostly for parents as they approach this new school year um, with the new teacher and in terms of forming that team that's so critical for the student, their child? Well, Rodney, I love the fact that you use team. Whenever I do my parent universities around the world, the theme is always two teams, one dream. Mm-hmm. Two teams, one dream. And, you know, I am the guy that says it starts at home. So, <laughs> you know, our children aren't necessarily um, going to go to school and do a 180. Some of the behaviors that we see at home will often come out in the classroom, maybe not as much, sometimes more, depending on the, the child. And every child is different. So I would tell parents to make sure you form an alliance with the teacher to the point that you may not always agree, but that alliance has to look like what um, a marriage looks like for a child, where we're on the same page. We may not agree at that moment of what to do with that child's behavior, but that child would never know it. To that child, we're one. All right. So let's talk about routines because routines are so important, Um, whether you're talking about small kids or even you get to the older high schoolers, Uh, Let's talk about the importance of routines and what's helpful there for parents. Definitely. Routine for for homework and other things, making sure your child does their homework at the same place in the same space, a space with very few distractions. Make sure your child has uh, some, some ability to organize or you help your child to understand the importance of being organized when it comes to schoolwork. But when it comes to consistency, every parent should know that every child, Regardless of the child, every child deserves consistency, structure, limits, and boundaries. Exactly. So it's consistency, structure, limits, and boundaries. And I tell people, don't go and repeat that I said it that way. It it sounds very uh, academic, but maybe they could say it the way my mother said it to us. 
and my mother would say, Burger King may have great burgers, but you can't have it your way. It meant the same thing. <laughs> love it. Love it. All right. We're out of time this morning. If our listeners would like to find out more about you, Doc, um, how can they reach out to you? How can they find out more? Uh, they can go to the website, DocSpeaks.com. Doc, D-O-C, the word speaks.com, like the doctor speaks. All right. Thank you so much, Doc. I really appreciate you taking time to talk to us. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. We've been speaking to clinical psychologist and parenting expert on ABC's The Parent Test, Dr. Adolph Brown.